Let me clear my throat. All right, and that was our intro. Hello, welcome to ReviewCast. We made it, episode two. Before I start, though, I just want to thank everybody for listening to episode one. You know, we wouldn't be back unless you guys requested. And I think guys requested it. What do you yeah, think, Zell? I think they did. Shout out to all the real ones out there. Yeah. And before we start this episode, I just want to say um, we make mistakes and we're not perfect. So one of our loyal listeners out there, he corrected my mistake from last week. Um, when we were talking about the mummy, I accidentally mixed up. Our heroes, Bruce Lee and Jet Lee, and it's never okay to mix up our Lees. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Lee! Go <So. laughs> <laughs> fish! Got it! Got it! <laughs> but yeah, shout out Big Mo. Uh, appreciate that. Okay, uh, well, welcome to episode two. Today we're going to do our review of Glass. I know that's been out for a couple weeks, so I hope everybody watched it. If you haven't seen it, I'm sorry, there's going to be some spoilers. Well, there is going to be spoilers, so sorry about that. And then we're going to give our Grammy nominations and picks and who we, th- who we think is going to win and probably who will win. Yeah. And um, so on that, welcome. Episode two. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, and before we start, like, uh, what, what, what have you been, uh, li- well, not listening to, but what uh, type of things have you, what's been on your mind, I guess? Okay. Uh, that's a good point. Well, I guess we can call this section... What's on our minds, you know, yeah. something like that. Okay, so you want to go? Let me go first. Uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm a little under the weather today, guys. So you might not get some of the crazy antics last week, but uh, I'll try my best. <laughs> oh yeah, under the weather, Zell. All right. So, uh, so this week, as you guys all know, Super Bowl was last Sunday, and you know it was nothing much that happened during the game, no, but. Was- uh, so boring. I <laughs> fell asleep and Hal uh, went to his room. <laughs> like, so, you know, we were excited. Boring. We were more excited for the halftime show, right? Yeah. Probably. And did what did you think of the halftime show? I thought it was okay. You know, Maroon 5, you know, they're, they're Maroon 5. They always, they come out and do their pop songs. Yeah. You know, Adam Levine does his thing. Yeah. And then Travis Scott, he was, uh, I don't know, I was a little disappointed. I think that was probably the most disappointing part of the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, because like. Not the score, not the result. Not, I mean, not that the Patriots I'm, won. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not really like a big Super Bowl person. I'm more of a basketball person, so I don't like the only real football game I watch is the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> but like for me, uh, like Maroon Five is one of my favorite bands. Like what? Yeah, really? Yeah. Like, okay. I love Maroon Five. Um, and even though sometimes I I kind of hope they would go back to their old sound, like from their first album. Yeah. Like Sunday Morning and all that. Yeah. Um, I still appreciate what they do now. I think they still make. They're very consistent. They are good. They they're consistent with the hits. Yeah, they they stay with the hit. So um, I really I I I enjoyed their performance. Um, I I definitely um enjoyed Big Boy coming out looking like a player yeah. from the Himalayas. And they had the AT ATL and uh the yeah, jersey. they had the ATL and yeah, jackets. Those are hard. I might have to cop one of those. They gave Maroon Five. They gave Adam Levine one. Oh yeah, yeah, they and did. He, he just threw it away. <laughs> That's unfortunate. He should he should have gave it to me. But um, but yeah, I just thought like. For all the press that um Travis got like doing this whole thing, it's like bro, you should like it's you sh- he should have made sure his performance was like eighty one. Yeah. Well, speaking of the Travis performance, this is what I got to say, and this was my whole review about this right now. I'm gonna say this: I was severely disappointed because a they teased us mm-hmm. with "Sweet Victory" from SpongeBob. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know what I don't know where the rumor has started, but I guess I guess Reddit has something to do with it, or the memes. But they were saying someone was suggesting that um, they're gonna do that. Maroon Five was gonna perform "Sweet Victory" mm-hmm. at the halftime show. Oh, they said that before the show. Yeah, well, they, they, no one said it, but it was like oh. internet speculation, I guess. Oh, and I read on Reddit. Uh huh. You know, because I've been also a huge Reddit fan as of late. Mm, so I go on Reddit all the time now, and okay. Bikini Bottom Reddit is lit. <laughs> all right. So you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> so they were saying um, that uh, they were gonna do Sweet Victory. So you know, during the show, you know, you saw the little animation with SpongeBob, and they were like, "Oh crap, here it comes Sweet Victory!" You know, all of our ten-year-old selves were screaming on the inside, uh-huh. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you see this, you know, astro yeah, coming was hard. from outer space. And you're like, <laughs> "What is this?" Uh-huh. And it just started going away from it, and all of a sudden, you see Travis Scott come out yeah. and start rapping. And I was yeah. like, "This is not Sweet Victory. <laughs> <laughs> it's over." <laughs> And see, and see, that's another thing, like, I thought, like, I thought, like, even though performing on the Super Bowl, that's a look within itself, but I just thought, like, I don't know, it was just weird, because, like, his voice sounded a little different, Yeah. and then they had, like, Drake's part playing over yeah. the thing, so it was just kind of, I don't I think, know. I think, it was, I think it was, like, a recording. He probably was, like, lip syncing, lip syncing. See, and that's the thing I don't like. Like, for me... Because they like, don't want him going off the rails, I think. Yeah, pro- probably so. And he couldn't censor himself, like, when he's that hype. I just hate when like when people have a big performance like that and they just like have the track playing over. Yeah. It's, to me, it's just mad bootleg. That's underwhelming. Yeah. Like we just especially because that's like you know that was like my top pick for song of the year. Yeah. It was and I was kind of hoping that Drake would come out and it was like it would have been like super lit. Wait, wait. So I have a question. Um, do you know? I know. As the listeners know, you know, Zell is from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. As a native Atlantean. Atlantean. <laughs> Atlantean, not to confuse with uh, Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, word. <laughs> Yo, his mom's name was Atlanta. I was like, hey, it's lit. <laughs> She's from Zone 6. <laughs> word. Zone 6, sir. All right, so get back on the topic. <laughs> what did you think of the people that they had brought out for the halftime? You think they should have brought out more, you know, people from Atlanta? I mean, I personally thought, I mean, shout out to Adam for, you know, um, having, uh, inviting the big boy to do it. I don't know. I personally thought they should have had Outkast. Because I yeah, look at yeah. Outkast as like the grandfathers of ATL hip hop. And like, I mean, like they're just so accomplished. Like they went diamond. There ain't too many yeah. groups that went diamond out there. And I think, or I think they should have had like Outkast and like a medley of other like T.I., Jeezy, Ludacris, yeah, 21, like all those people. Well, 21 wouldn't have been able to make it, unfortunately. But like, just like a, just a medley of people yeah. to come represent Atlanta. I think that would have been dope. Um, especially because you know we just been we've been on top of like the music game for like the past twenty years or so. Yeah, that's uh, so. Atlanta does have the music. That's for got sure. Got the sound on lock. Too bad I didn't have feature out there. Future, you think future, you think the NFL will ever be you know you can you ever see NFL and feature in the same sentence? <laughs> I mean, not really. I mean, they had Travis Scott though. So. That's true. That's true. But Travis Scott is too, is way mainstream now. Yeah, he is. It's crazy how one album could just one thing could just really just take you there. Yeah. <laughs> And, All right, and well, I guess and I guess who you're with too. Oh, well, that's so. my take of the week. Zell, you got anything? Um, oh, I want to make a public service announcement. Oh. I was very disappointed in the news about Liam Neeson. He's officially canceled for me until further notice. That's canceled on one half of the review cast. I have, I have not uh, made judgment yet. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, a part of me like. I respect him for actually saying that. That's true. Because a lot of people, I mean, I know I wouldn't. If I thought something like that, I would definitely, that, that would have died with me. Yeah. So, I mean, I appreciate him, like, starting up the conversation. But, but at the same time, he can't just yeah, go out and say crazy. something like that. Yeah. But and then on top of it, it, 
It sounds like just a. It didn't sound like he. It. Wait, he, wait. So wait, before we go uh, on, uh, do you want to let our listeners know what we're talking, we're referring to about Liam Neeson? Oh yeah. So Liam Neeson told a reporter while he was doing press for his new movie that I never know what's coming out, and that's no shade to him. That's just honest. Taken ten. <laughs> Word. Every movie has been like taken since Taken <laughs> for the last ten years. Um, but yeah, he was talking to a reporter. I guess the movie is about revenge, and he was just he brought up um, a time that he wanted to seek revenge on um, like any like black person for uh, for the simple fact that his well not the simple fact but for the fact that like his one of his uh, female friends told him that she got raped and it was by a black guy and instead of just saying I want to find this one black guy he like generalized our whole like my whole race and just was like I'm gonna just, I just want any like black person to get get it on with like just want to start something with and I just think that's what's wrong with the world now like everybody just stereotypes everybody like we're not monolithic like we're very diverse just because like one black person did something doesn't mean that we're all like that yeah so I just had a big problem with him him like just generalizing us like that but uh hopefully he's changed I don't know, like, I, I would have to, like, hear more interviews and see more, like, behavior, but just based off of, like, hearing him say that, it sounds like he still would do it today, I, yeah. like, just based off of something in his voice. Well, for that, we're definitely not going to review any uh, Liam Neeson movies. Yeah. I mean, but honestly... Probably there isn't that many right yeah, now, Yeah, so. I mean, I don't want to be mean, but I'm just... <laughs> we broke up with you before you broke up with us. <laughs> I mean, I think, what, his last, like, movie that people were talking about was Widows. That's, not, that's the last one I heard, but um, yeah, Liam Neeson, you you let me down, man. That's, but I don't know. I guess I guess that's just society we live in nowadays. Like every everybody's truths is coming out. Yeah, and like you just gotta take people for well, who they are, I guess. And if you like them, then you like them. If you don't, then you just gotta yeah. keep it moving. But, well, yeah. Sorry, we took it serious there, but you know, serious things happen. Exactly. Um, anything else? Oh, oh, twenty one, twenty one. Oh man. That was the plot twist of the year. Yeah. If that was a movie, we would have never seen that plot twist come. Yeah. Um, you know, at first, I ain't going to lie, the jokes uh, had me rolling, like the memes. <laughs> but then I started to think, and I'm just like, it is a serious situation. It is serious. So I think you kind of got to differentiate. Immigration is a very serious thing. Exactly. I just think, like we talked about before, like, you got to differentiate the two. Yeah. Like... The joke and then the situation. Exactly. Like, him being taken away from his three children and them, like... Um, like just basically focusing on him, that's like messed up. But like him actually being from Britain and us never knowing, yeah, that is that is funny. That's the funny part. That's and the funny he, part. And then he raps about from being from being Atlanta. from Zone Six, yeah. Yeah, 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 which which he is because he came here. He from grew when up, I yeah, he grew up here from yeah. when he was seven. And then, like, you know, he probably, you know, his mom probably told him never to tell nobody because you know if he told somebody, then they would tell their parents, and that would be a whole thing. So. Um, you know, that's something you, you know, that, you know, all the immigrants know out there, that's something you got to keep on the low, you know what I'm saying? You can't yeah. really let nobody know until you, your paperwork is finalized. But, um, from what I heard based on the story, he, uh, he had actually filed for an extension from what I hear, like back in 2017 and, you know, so they knew his situation, but I think the real reason why they pin, like pinpointed him was because, uh. Like, a few days before that, on The Tonight Show, he had rapped about, like, the whole situation at the oh, border okay. with Trump and all that. Yeah. So, I think they wanted to make an example out of him. Oh, so, okay. uh, you know, hold your hand, 21-21. Hopefully, you'll be home soon. Um, 
If you guys want to support 21, you can go out and uh, sign his petition that's going around on Twitter. I definitely signed it because, you know, 21 is, uh, you know, Vincentian, like myself, Andy from Zone 6. So, <laughs> you know, you got to support your people out there. So. Yeah. And, uh, well, yeah, for everybody out there. so Free 21. Free 21. <laughs> All right. Well, time to get into the meat of the podcast. Uh, we're going to review Glass. Uh, Glass came out, when did it come out? Uh, Jan- January 12th. So it's yeah. been a while. So, you know, we're just going to let our viewers catch up and hopefully you guys seen it. If not, again, spoiler warnings ahead. So, and if if anybody doesn't know what Glass is about, um, let's give you guys a quick, quick brief overview. So, it's technically the trail. It's like a, the third movie and the M. Night Shyamalan, you know, superhero universe mm-hmm. uh, to Unbreakable and Split. I know a lot of people have probably seen Split yeah. and not Unbreakable. A lot of people definitely saw Split. Um, uh, well, as a reviewer of podcasts and movies, I unfortunately have not seen Unbreakable or Split, so you guys will get the take from the seasoned vet, <sighs> Zell, and me. Uh, Zell, what do you have to say about that? About Split, right? Yeah. Or and Unbreakable. about Unbreakable? Okay. And so, Split. Just to give us a quick, you know, 20 second, 30 second. Got you. Know. you. So, Unbreakable is basically like a origin superhero movie. Um, and basically, it's just about um, uh, uh, like the main character. Uh, shoot, I'm forgetting his name. Uh, Bruce Willis's character. Dang, how are we not going to remember? David Dunn. Yeah, David Dunn, yeah. So, it's about like David Dunn. He's like a normal guy. But in the beginning of the movie, he basically experiences... Um, like this horrible accident and he's basically just trying to like cope with the fact that he was the only survivor and uh Samuel Jackson's character uh Glass Mr. Glass Mr. Glass yeah <laughs> he um <laughs> he basically um like seeks him out and just like just trying to tell him like hey you have superpowers like but like you know Dunn he doesn't believe it you know what I'm saying he's still just trying to grasp with everything and like throughout the movie, you see him more just like kind of reflecting back on his life and just like certain situations he's been in where he survived and like he shouldn't have. And basically, it's basically just like realization that he has uh, these incredible abilities. Okay. And Glass is trying to um, like basically put him on notice that he has these. But meanwhile, Gra- Glass is also like a villain because he's the one who set up the whole uh, train accident and everything. So it was like that was like a big plot twist, um, when you first watch the movie and everything. So he winds up going away to like a sane asylum and all that. And does Glass have powers? Uh, no. So Glass, he is very fragile. Okay. So he breaks easily. Hence so the name. yeah, exactly. So I guess he's like on the other spectrum, like so. Whereas Dunn would be like a superhuman, he's like a super. I guess fragile human, <laughs> some, some to that extent. Um, but they're both like on the end of the spectrum. That's why Glass is so fascinated with Dunn okay. because uh, Glass, he's like a big like comic book enthusiast. Okay. Um. So yeah. So that's basically uh, Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Yeah. Which is an excellent movie. It's it's kind of it's like a little slower pace, but I really enjoyed it. Um. I, I definitely recommend everybody check it out. Uh. Because it's definitely like ahead of its time. Okay. Um and then Split is like a sequel without being a sequel because you don't realize it's a sequel to the end credits. Mm-hmm. So uh, Split is basically like if if Unbreakable is like the hero origin, Split is the villain 
origin. And uh, basically, it's just about... Um, uh, I'm forgetting all these guys. So, names. Split is about uh, James, James McAvoy's character. Yeah. And with him himself, there's lots of personalities. Exactly. Uh, it's called The Horde. Yes, the basically. Horde. And, and throughout the movie, he kidnaps these girls and waits for the Beast to come out. And the Beast, essentially, is super powerful. And he feeds on these females. Exactly. Unfortunately. <laughs> and during the movie, basically... These girls are trying to find a way to get out of... And particularly, he feeds on, uh, like, the people that have never, well, I think, experienced, like, heartbreak. Okay. Or, like, pain or anything like that. And throughout the movie, basically, James McAvoy, he gives a grid... He gives, like, a fantastic, fantastic yeah. acting. He should have um, got an Oscar nomination or something. Yeah, because he played, like, all these characters and then won. And even in this movie, Glass, he still does a great job of that. Yeah. You can go from one being a girl, a That's man, one. a child, and it's just, it's funny to watch, too. Yeah. It's, it's one of the, like, consistent, great things about the movie, honestly. Yeah. So, basically, with Glass, it opens up with um, James McAvoy's character, and they're still kidnapped, and with, they actually still kidnap these group, group of cheerleaders, Yeah, and David Dunn... Well, it's a different group now. Yeah, it's a different group, yeah. sorry. And David Dunn, basically, is now kind of a superhero... Um, with his son, who's kind of like watching everything. He's like Alfred, his son. Yeah, his son's like Alfred. And he's basically trying to find these cheerleaders now. And one day, he happens to walk by um, James McAvoy's character and touches him. Yeah, and while, another, he's, while he's looking. Yeah, yeah. Well, another power that David Dunn has is he can touch someone and then sense basically... Like what they've been doing. What they've been doing. Yeah. And he finds these groups of cheerleaders and he rescues them. And then the horde and the beast comes out, mm -hmm. and they have a little fight. Yeah. And essentially, then the movie kind of starts is with them all being in this one hospital. Yeah, because they get captured. While they get captured, fighting. yes. And there's like a psychiatrist, uh, Sarah Paulson's character. Mm -hmm. By the way, she's been in a lot of uh, movies recently. She was in, uh, she's in Bird bag. Box, right? She was in her back. Yeah, she was in Bird Box. Bird Box, and now this. Even though they killed her off super early. Because <laughs> they couldn't pay for her. Yeah, you know, you know, you know that's what that means. When they can't afford you, they kill you off early. <laughs> they say we only got we got Mal uh, we got the budget for John Malkovich, John and Malkovich and uh, Sandra Bullock, Sandra Bullock and MGK. <laughs> but uh, yeah, back to <laughs> back to Glass. So basically, her job is to basically tell um, David Dunn and the Beast that they don't have superpowers and it's all in their head. Yeah, and and another plot twist is Mr. Glass. He's also in this hospital. Yep. But he's he has been, been there since the first movie. Yeah, and he's been highly medicated, yeah. so they want to keep him down. Because he's super smart, also. Yeah. Uh, Zell forgot to mention that. He's a really intelligent man. Genius, really. He's a genius, but, you know, he's made out of glass, so he breaks easy. <laughs> <laughs> and with, and then the movie, they basically have Samuel L. Jackson breaking out and convincing the Beast that he... They should join forces. They should join forces, and they're like the villain of the character. Mm -hmm. While he tries to tell David Dunn to break out at the same time. Because yeah. he's the superhero, and he kind of sets everything up as like, like a comic book movie. There's yeah. a villain, and there's a superhero. Yeah. And they need to be seen yeah. and let the world the know world see. that there are superheroes out there. Exactly. So his plan is Because he wants to change the perception of people's... Minds about superheroes. Minds, yeah. Yeah, like they're not all bad. Yeah. Because, you know, this is a different universe than the Marvel universe where all the superheroes are glorified. Mm -hmm. Here, like people, they don't want people knowing that superheroes exist. Yeah. So they break out... And they were trying to go to this tower, the Osaka Tower, I think, yeah. in Philadelphia to show the world that... They should uh, have a showdown. The showdown, basically. Well, the other plot twist is that actually Mr. Glass sets it up where the mental hospital, they have all these cameras. They just want 
to show uh, David Dunn and the Beast fighting so they can mm-hmm. show the whole world exactly with, uh, that what, what the mental institution is doing to them, try to keep down the superheroes. Exactly. exactly. And then, and spoiler alert, um, they all die because yeah. the psychiatrist, she's actually been a part of a secret organization to keep mm-hmm. superheroes in the shadow. And that's essentially the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Which was a big plot twist. I did not see that coming. I didn't, honestly, I did not think, I didn't expect them all to die. Yeah. And I didn't expect um, her to, be, like, Sarah Palsy's character yeah. to be part of a secret organization and all that. And I didn't expect for, um, I didn't think that uh, Elijah had, like, set up. Mr. It, Glass. Yeah, Elijah. Mr. Glass. Elijah Glass, yeah. He had set up it where they would actually have like his plan was never to go to the Osaka Tower. Yeah. His plan was to have the um them fight on the grounds and for the cameras to get the feed. And he basically set it up where he basically sent that I guess the videos to himself. So then and then he emailed it to like his mom. His um like his mom and then to uh Jordan I mean uh Mr. Dunn's uh Mr. Son. Dunn, David Dunn, you're so polite. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I forgot his name for a second. Man, um, we're a terrible reviewers. We don't even know half these people's names. <laughs> hey, man, that's why that's why we're not professionals. <laughs> Who gave us a podcast? <laughs> we're the every we're the everyday man's uh, and woman's uh, um, review uh, podcast. But yeah, so he basically um, sent it out to like all their loved ones. So Dunn's son and to. Uh, I think her name's Casey. Yeah, Casey. Yeah, Casey, uh the the girl that had like um she had a real friendship with um The Beast. The Beast. And the Horde. And the Horde, yeah, actually all all his multiple personalities. And she, she, was, she was kidnapped in the split. In the, oh yeah, she was kidnapped in the split. And also she was, she the, was the only one that survived too. And then she can also uh help calm the beast down actually. He's the only one, honestly. Yeah, because when the beast is a beast, he's pretty much invisible. Yeah. He's super strong. Exactly. So in the movie here, him and uh David Dunn actually have a fight. And they pretty go toe to toe because, and also another plot twist was that um, the Beast, his dad, actually had passed. Oh, yeah, he right. was actually on the same train as David Dunn in the first movie yeah. that the Glass actually set up. So Glass exactly. was actually um, responsible for the Beast being the Beast. Exactly. Because after he had died, that's when the Beast's alter ego had started building up. So he was responsible for the hero and, and the, the villain, villain. Yeah, just like up, how he wanted. Yeah, and basically he wrote it like it was a comic book because mm-hmm. he was such a huge comic book fan. And speaking of comic book fans, so within this movie, it was it comes out what in January in the mm-hmm. midst of like all these other Marvel superhero movies mm-hmm. that just came out recently. So, mm-hmm. what do you think? How do you compare this superhero movie to like those Marvel superhero movies? Well, I look at it as like the original superhero movie because like the original came out before like Marvel really even had that well yeah definitely before Marvel had their universe because Unbreakable came out in 2000 yeah it came out in 2000 yeah so it's kind of like in a in, in a way it's kind of just like Incredibles like how you know the first Incredibles came out it was yeah. kind of before it's time yeah. Unbreakable was before it's time and now both sequels have come out in this time where it's like an oversaturation. Yeah, and also if you think about it, it was like what two thousand. That's when superhero movies were kind of still cheesy. If you think about like the early yeah. Batman movies, like yeah, it was still kind of like cheesy, like superheroy. Yeah. And you had like Superman with like yeah. it was like in tights. So this yeah. movie was kind of like the realistic gritty superhero movie. Exactly. It's it's kind of like, like you know how uh, Logan kind of set that tone. Yeah. Like, for serious or like even Dark Knight, it's mm-hmm. kind of like was a precursor to to all those. When okay. You think about it. So you thought M. Night Shyamalan was, you know, ahead of his time? 
Yeah, I thought he was definitely ahead of his time. Like, cause I first watched Unbreakable like last year around this time, and I was very impressed. I was like, wow, like he was like if I feel like because back then I think it came out to mixed reviews. Mm-hmm. So I think if it would have came out now, people would get it a lot more. Okay. Well, yeah, I actually, I've like I said, I don't, I never seen Unbreakable or Split, but I knew about it and I mm-hmm. knew like the basic premise. So going into this movie, and I was saying like with the whole Marvel movies and stuff, mm-hmm. I was actually a little disappointed because there was no like big action fight scene mm-hmm. as we all come to expect. Mm-hmm. And I think, do you think like that was on purpose? Yeah, I think so. I think he was kind of com- like commentating on uh, superhero movies in yeah. a way. Um, kind of like in that meta way. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like kind of like what Dare, uh, not Daredevil, um, Deadpool. Uh, Deadpool does. So like, uh, I think it would have been cheesy. You think so? If they would have had like all those like special effects and all, because that's not the tone of the movie. Yeah. There's no CGI in this one. Yeah. But at the same time though, I have one, one thing I didn't like about this movie was the action. Yeah. It was too o- up close. It was, it was, I think it's because they did it on purpose. They didn't mm-hmm. want to show a lot of it because if you think about it, Bruce Willis is a very old man. He is old. And he probably was like, I'm not doing all this crazy stunts. So they're probably just saving budget yeah, and I, time. By, like, kind of not shooting all the action, like, super crazy yeah. and in-depth. And I do agree with you on that. On that, and I, I did kind of want the fights to be... A little like, more, go, yeah. Go a little harder. Yeah, the fights were kind of... I like, think the first fight was straight for, like, a first yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of dark. But when, when they did it on the grounds, I wanted that joint yeah, to, Yeah, like, so if yeah. you guys are going to go see this movie, just a warning. The action, don't go watch it expecting, like, some crazy action. Yeah, it's more so for the story. The yeah. Story, the plot line is, is interesting because they have, like, a lot of, a lot of twists and turns. So, do you think... Have you seen other M. Night Shyamalan movies? Uh, I don't think... No, I think these are the only ones I really watched. Okay. I mean, I've heard about the other ones. Because he makes what, horror movies, right? Yeah, like, sociological thrillers, I yeah. would say. Would you say this one was like a horror movie? Was it like scary, in a way? No. Because at some parts, I thought like I thought it was going to be some jump scares. Because, uh, you know, it seemed like there was going to be. But... I guess Split is maybe bad. more a little bit of that, like, kind of. But this one definitely did have a lot, like... Over the corner suspense, I would say. Yeah. So yeah. beware of that if you're not a fan of that. So just beware. But it's not too bad. I like so, this movie because it gets you to think. Yeah, it does. And I'm not a horror fan, so this is actually not a bad movie to watch. He hates horror movies. I do not like horror movies. Was Split a horror movie? I wouldn't say so. Okay. See, but I, I'm not easily scared like that. The only, like, I just don't, I just really can't stand, like, them demon movies. Yeah. That just leaves, that's, yeah, leaves that's me much. with a bad, a bad spirit. On me, I'm, I'm good on those. The other, well, actually, I seen one other M Night Shyamalan movie, and that was like the worst movie I ever seen in my life. Which uh, movie? Avatar, <laughs> the last Airbender movie. See, he sh- he had no business directing that one. Honestly, he had no business doing anything. Well, I mean, to be honest, they try to do way too much in that movie. They try to. Oh, did you ever see the show? Nah. So they. I mean, I've seen a little bit. So they probably tried to do the first season uh-huh. in that movie. They tried to make one whole season into a movie. And had M. Night Shyamalan directed. Mm. And they put... And there's a lot of... The casting was terrible. Oh. People couldn't pronounce anybody's name. No offense to the guy that I played, you know, Aang. He was... Well, in the movie, they call him a whole different... They were saying, ah, and then... I don't like... What so what they? movie was worse? That one or uh, the Dragon Ball movie? Oh. Which one was worse? Oh, my goodness. That's a good Because I've never seen neither one of them. Oh, man. You saw you saw a Dragon Ball movie? I right? saw that Dragon Ball movie. That movie was... Which one was worse? They were both hot garbage, to be honest. That's a hard question. Um, that's like saying, would I rather be stabbed in the leg or would I rather be stabbed in the arm? 
I mean, to be honest, the Dragon Ball movie was actually pretty terrible because it was based. I don't even know what it was based off. They didn't even base off of anything. Yeah. It was just super random, and they had like, at least M Night Shyamalan tried with the with the CGI and mm-hmm. Avatar. It wasn't like, I don't, I don't want to say it was. It wasn't terrible. It was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But the Dragon Ball Z movie, it was it was hot garbage. Mm-hmm. So, that's why I, I kind of got put off M Night Shyamalan because of that mm-hmm. movie alone. That's why I like. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't go see his other. You left movies. a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. But uh, other than that, you got anything else to say about this movie? Um, yeah, I, I, I really like the whole dynamic between like light, like finding the light and finding the darkness with uh, with yeah, his name was Kevin, right? That's Kevin, his real name. Kevin, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, we're talking the about the B. Sorry, yeah, Kevin. Yeah, I, I really like that whole dynamic because I think that lies in each and every one of us. Like we all, like I think we're like we all have that. Like the light in us and the dark side, and you really have to choose which one, which one you want to lean towards. Yeah. And like sometimes when bad things happen, that darkness can take over, and it's like a fight to find that light. But so yeah, if you watch yeah. the movie, the beast, you know, he's like when you try to when you go in down that darker side, you mm-hmm. come out with the beast. Exactly. And then he takes someone like um, her name I forgot. Sorry. Casey. Uh, Casey to bring out the light. Bring out that light in him. Exactly. So yeah, so it's good. It's a good. Contrast with yeah, that. Yeah, I like, I like, I really like that dynamic. It got kind of like into this, like, like the whole spiritual talk. But and it's funny because that's one thing I heard about M Night Shyamalan. Like all his movies are based in spirituality. Okay. Um. So I don't really know how his other movies connect to that, but I definitely saw it in in that in that whole premise. Um. But no, I really overall, uh, I really enjoyed the movie, man. Um. I know, like, you know, some people didn't like the ending with, like, everybody dying. But I like that, even though in the moment I was, like, shocked and I was like, dang, I don't know how I feel about that. But I liked it just for the simple fact that it threw me off. I like when movies are unpredictable. Because I feel like a lot of, like, shows and movies these days... Are very predictable. Yeah, yeah. We even, know, especially, even music these days, a lot of things are predictable. Especially superhero movies. We yeah. know what's going to happen. Like, the superhero is exactly. gonna, eventually going to end up winning. Exactly. Like, so I think... Now, um, hopefully this doesn't start a trend of everybody killing off their <laughs> superheroes now because that would get predictable too. So, but I, I think it's dope because I, I definitely didn't see like everybody dying coming into play. And um, yeah, I just like, I definitely saw the whole thing with uh, Elijah and like the Kevin, like him uh, killing Kevin's dad and all that. Yeah. Because people have been kind of speculating that online for some okay. years. But um yeah, I def I didn't see like the whole killing thing happening, and I didn't see the whole secret society thing happening, and I didn't see like him like actually setting that whole thing up on the grounds, videotaping it for them to put on like the live stream. So I like that whole like that last whole part of them like doing that. Uh, yeah, it it gave it gave me like something to say. Okay, I didn't see that coming, you know. So for that simple fact, I I would definitely like recommend it. For everybody to like at least go check it out. Um, okay. So yeah. what would you give us a rating? Would you uh? So we watch it in theaters. So yeah. Already. So how what would you rate this? Like watch it in theaters. Uh, buy it on DVD. <laughs> wait for uh, come on TV. Uh-huh. Wait for Netflix. What would you kind of rate this? I would say. Go see in theaters. You go see in theaters. Yeah. Okay. Or or I mean, it dep- it just depends because like see the thing is if you just only seen Split. Yeah. Then you you gonna be expecting a whole cause like somebody else that we went with. Yeah. Like she only saw a split. So like if you only saw a split, 
like this movie, you might be expecting something totally different. That's true. So I would say go watch Unbreakable, go watch Split, and then you can decide if you want to, you know, based off of what we talked about here today, if you want to go see um, Glass. Okay. I feel like this movie would be on HBO soon. It seems like an HBO movie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's why I was saying, like, I, I mean... I would I would go see it just because like I've seen Unbreakable and Split. Yeah, it's a, it's a payoff for you. Yeah, but um, yeah, for everybody else, you know, you could probably just watch it on like HBO. Like movies come out within like three months. Yeah. Now, so. Yeah, honestly, I didn't because I didn't watch Unbreakable or Split, so I would recommend still going to see this. This wasn't bad. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Good time. No alcohol required for sure. <laughs> um, well, do you think like superhero stuff like that can happen in real life? Because you know, in this movie they didn't have like people shoot laser beams or you know have like super crazy powers. Uh huh. So do you think like stuff like that, like there's people out there like that? Like people have su- like kind of like pseudo superpowers, you know, like maybe like extra little chromosomes well, make them stronger. They they, they say that. Um, like when, like when, like say, like when your loved one yeah. is in harm, you you can possess some type of superhero. Oh, like the mother, like a mother picking up a car with yeah, her yeah. babies under it. Yeah. Like they do have those stories out there. I feel like as humans, we don't know all the things we're capable of. That's true. So, and I feel like in order, and this is just my personal belief, in order to really find out your full capability, you gotta get on a train. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Got to be in a train car accident, right? No, nah, I think I think honestly, you really have to sp- like spend some soul searching and really tap into like some spirituality to really help you get to that higher that higher level. That's just that's just my belief, though. Okay. Yeah. All right. So in closing, yeah, we said we like split, so we recommend going see it. So you will go see it in theaters, right? Uh, I I probably I put I put it on I probably see if it comes on on HBO I will probably put it on then. Okay, okay, that's yeah, fair. That's to be fair. honest, you know, because I like to go to movies for like the big stuff, the big show. Yeah, you know? I mean, movies my, are so my ex- eyes worth. Movies, and movies are, are expensive. Movies yeah. are expensive now, so you gotta pick and choose. So I yeah. I'm mad at that. I want to see this movie for free because of Adam. Shout out to Adam. Though. Oh yeah, you did see it for free. So uh, so no, just a quick plug. We're not sponsored or anything by Adam, but uh, download the app. You can guys can buy uh movie tickets on there. Choose your seats. And if you see enough movies, you get free tickets. Exactly. Hey, Adam, holler at us for uh, that sponsorship. Though. Oh, yeah, Adam, anybody listening from you guys, uh, sponsor us, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, in closing, then, we're going to move on to our next segment. Yes, uh, today is Saturday. I don't know when this podcast is going to come out, but the Grammys are tomorrow. So if you're listening to this before the Grammys, thank you. If you're listening to it afterwards, you can compare our notes and see if we were right or wrong. Exactly. So, without further ado, let's get this rolling because there's a lot of categories here that Time we're going to talk about. some spicy talk. Oh, my voice is back. <laughs> is T working? Uh, what do you want to start with? What what category? Um, you song of start? the year? Yeah, yeah we, can, yeah, we can start there. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah, we can start song of the year. That, okay. That let, me, uh, let me pull this up. Sorry, folks. I'm not, perf- you know... Prepared. Yes, I got my list right here. Okay, yeah, let's move. All right, so let's do. We can do a uh, song of the year. Okay. So Grammy song of the year. What are the nominations? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Hold on. What's the nomination of songs of the year first? Do you have it up? Uh no, I just no. have my I have my. Pick. Oh, you have your pickup. Yeah. All right. Let's read off the nominations and then we'll do our pick. How about okay, that? Okay, that works. Sound good? Yeah. All right, in the meantime, I'm pulling that up. Um, actually, no, we're good. So we're we going to do, right. wait, are we doing record of the year or song of the year? 
we do record of the year because I have record of the year first on my list. Okay, let's do record of the year first because we're saving album of the year for last. Yeah, for last. Yeah. All right. So record of the year coming in, we got Cardi B. I like it. I like it like that. <laughs> Brandy Carly. Uh, the joke. Have no. you heard that song? No, I don't know that one. Dang, Childish Gambino. This is America. This is America. God's plan. Drake. God's plan. Lady Gaga and Riley Cooper. Shallow. In the shadows now. <laughs> <laughs> Kendrick Lamar says all the stars. I stand up talking. Post Malone, rock star. Oh shit, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta sing that one. That's your favorite. Song. We're not gonna sing all the songs that we're gonna come up. I and then last, that was uh, Zed, the middle. Baby, why can't you just meet me in the middle? All vocals sponsor, uh, endorsed and sponsored by Zell. <laughs> All right, who's your pick for a regular year? I've been popping, feeling, and I feel like a rock star. Is that your song? Is that your pick? Nah, that song was hard, though, when it came out. Is that the regular year for you, then? It, he might win, honestly. Post might clean up all the Grammys. All right, so record of the year, recognizing overall performance on a song. That's what record of the year means. Okay, that's what that means. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why. They have too many They have too many categories in here, right? Yeah, they really do. Yeah, Grammys, you guys need to chop it down a little bit. Can't um, give everybody awards. I think for record of the year, you said all overall performance? Yeah. So, okay, yeah, I would still go with these picks I chose, then. I would say... God's plan. God's plan. That's your pick. Locking it in. Yeah. All right. Well, this is gonna sound stupid, but sorry. So, who do you want it to win? Who do I want to win? Yeah. Hmm. I wouldn't mind. I like it. You like it? I like it by Cardi. All right. With Jay Bowen and Bad Bunny. All right. You think that's that's probably gonna win then? I don't. Because see, that's the thing. Like. You know, the Grammys is political, right? And that is a really good song. And, like, Cardi's super popping right now. She's everywhere. So, so this, I can see her winning. So, this is America. You think they might they might give it to Charles Gambino, you know? Yeah, but I feel like his song... I don't know. I feel like his... I feel like it was a cool song. I feel like the video was... It's cool. It was, was more impactful. So, that's right. the only thing with that one. But if you're talking about biggest record, God's plan. Okay. Or, or maybe Godsman. even Rockstar. All right, God's plan for you. Uh, I probably think, probably I'll pick, uh, you know, Shallow, probably by Lady Gaga and Riley Cooper. Whoa. That's on my win. I did not see you saying that one. Because that one. Because you did not like that movie. I didn't like the movie. Yeah, I did not like the movie at all. You forgot to mention this last time. Yeah. On the first point. I left it out. You guys didn't want to hear me ranting about all the star, a star was born. He's not in the shallows, no. All right, next one. Song of the year. Okay. Nominations, we got All the Stars again. Uh, LMA, Boot Up. Boot Up, Boot Up. Straight Scott Plan again. Shawn Mendes, In My Blood. Brandy Carly. Brandy Carly, The Joke. I don't know that one, so. Okay. Uh, Zed, The Middle. Is uh, it? Hmm? Is that it? No, we got more. Oh. Uh, Donald Glover, This Is America. Okay. And Lady Gaga again with Shallow. So this is Song of the Year. Basically, recognizing songwriting, apparently. That's what Song of the Year means. Oh, ooh. Man, I wish I would have read those captions. <laughs> I would have changed my uh my whole. It's okay. It's still, you picks. can still pick it. Um. Oh, that's a good. This is this is a lot of this repeats. You know, from record of the year. Yeah, that's the only thing. Except for, I don't know. So you want me to just tell you my pick? Yeah, you can pick. Just tell me your pick. Uh, boot up. Boot up. Yeah, same here. We love that song, right? Cause that's a song that like I don't just make you feel good. Yeah, it makes you want to get boot up. It really does. And it had dudes singing in the club. This, this song should come back for Valentine's Day. Big facts. I agree. Big facts. 
All right, best new artist. Nominations are Chloe and Haley, Luke Combs, Greta Van Fleet, Her, Dua Lipa, Margot Price, BB Rexa, and Georgia Smith. Okay. Okay. Um. First of all, BB Rexa and Dua Lipa are they are they new new artists? So, all right. So I was watching something yesterday where they were breaking this down, uh-huh. and basically they were saying that. You can be considered as a new artist as long as you don't have more than three albums. I think. Wow, really? Yeah. Okay. So in that case, it makes sense. Okay. So but they, I mean, they kind of, especially BB Rexa, she's been out here for a little while. Okay, because I was kind of confused when uh, when Alexia Carr won last. I was like, Oh yeah, what? Yes, I mean, so based on that rule, it does make sense. Even though Scissors are the one. She's been out since like 2015. She's been out when I graduated. Yeah. Um, who's your pick, best new artist? Uh, her. Her. All right, we agree on the same one again. Yes, exactly. her. Um, next one, best music video. Wait, hold on. Why do you think it should be her? Because her. What do you mean? Because she's a great new artist. <laughs> Just kidding. Because she's blazing. No, because and we have she. She holds a special place in our hearts because we love her. Yeah, she cool. Um, uh, because she has a great talent. You know, no, she's singing, very talented. I like her singing, and. And I feel like she's come out of nowhere. She's really popped off this year. She really yeah. came out of nowhere this year. All of a sudden, she's on like late night television. Yeah. Her music's everywhere. She's doing like music for soundtracks. Mm-hmm. She's really, you know, working hard, putting in her time. I think I think she's the type of artist the Grammys is built like is 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 designed for. Yeah. Because she's like very talented. She has mainstream appeal. Yeah, I mean, and she's you, like on the rise. I mean, a year ago she wasn't even showing her face. And she's a child prodigy too. Yeah. She was in a band with a. Uh, oh well, yeah. She was supposed to be in a band, right? Yeah. With, she was uh, supposed to be in a band with. Check this out, Kaylani. And um, Zendaya, that's crazy. Wow. All three of them is popping now too. What, what what was the name of the band be called? Like the Pretties, the Pretty Girls, <laughs> Pretty Girl Sings, Pretty Girl Sings, Chloe and Haley. <laughs> 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 yeah, so we go with her. Um, you know, maybe surprise pick Luke Combs, but her definitely. Luke Combs, I've been right. saying his name around a lot. Uh, best music video, The Carters. Oh, this is easy. Uh, with Ape, you know, no cussing in this podcast. Childish Gambino ish. Uh, this is America. Jonah Lucas, I'm not a racist. Sorry, I'm not racist. Janelle Monae, Pink, and Terry Rack, Mumbo Jumbo. Oh, I've never heard of that song. <laughs> Sorry, Mumbo Jumbo. Yeah, I, <laughs> I felt bad because we're making all these predictions and we don't even know all the the whole story. Yeah, it'd be like that. This is America. <laughs> uh, I'll go with. I'll let you pick this one because, to be honest, I haven't seen any music videos. Oh yeah, you I don't, don't watch music, I don't watch music like videos anymore. Um. So yeah, like I just said, this is America. That's your pick? Uh, yeah. Even though, I think, I don't know. I just feel like that was a moment. Because I remember I woke up. I think he was on Saturday Night uh, Live that night before. And then I woke up on Sunday. And then I saw everybody talking about it on social media. Yeah. And I watched it. And I was like, yo, this video is crazy. Um, so, I think I seen it. I seen the music because everybody yeah. was talking about it. Every, yeah. It was, it, was like, it was definitely like a moment of last year. It was a lot of memes from it, right? From yeah, it was his, a lot like, of memes. His little shirtless dance. It was, a, it was a lot going on. It was a lot of breakdowns within like the first hour of the video being out. Um, so, yeah. I, I, that would be my pick. Uh, but for honorable mentions, you know, um, the Carters, that was dope because they, like, they did that whole video in the Louvre. They shut down the Louvre. Is it the Louvre or the Louvre? The Louvre? Yeah, the Louvre. They shut down the Louvre for like that whole day. That's hard to shut it down, right? Isn't it? Yeah. It's a very popular museum. Very hard. It got the Mona Lisa in that joint. <laughs> it's damn near impossible. So the fact that they the fact that they were able to do that, that's kudos to them. That just yeah. shows their like their power. Um but uh and also uh I'm not racist by Jordan Lucas. Great video. 
Yeah, I like that music video. Video. If you watch it, if you watch it closer, you're like so confused by it, right? Yeah, yeah. Because it's like some white guy. He's just like exactly. That was. It, I definitely would say, maybe on a litter, on a little of like a lower level, it kind of had a similar impact, kind of like as Donald Glover's "This Is America." Jonah Lucas, like on the lower. Jonah Lucas had a good year last year too. He did. Very nah, underrated. He de- he definitely had a good year last year. Now nah, he's nice, man. I think all he needs now is just that project. He just needs that album. Yeah, I thought I thought he had a good he had a good collabs. You know, Chris Brown. Exactly. And then he was um. He was he's very good at, at you know like you said like songs and making videos. He's yeah. Very good. Eminem had that one song. Is that Lucky You? Yeah. yeah. Um, best rap album: Cardi B, Evasion of Privacy, Mac Miller, Swimming. Nipsey Hussle, Victory Lap, Pusha T, Daytona, and Travis Scott, Astro World. Ooh, this is a hard one. Spicy, spicy, spicy. This is the stuff that podcasts are made of. Exactly. So, all right, let's let's get right to it. So, um, invasion of privacy. Just kidding. Honestly, no. Yeah, I'm. That's yours. I'm, nah, that's not. <laughs> you already know. I'm all about the bars. Nipsey so Hussle. I'm gonna say either Nipsey or Daytona. Oh, uh, and I have a feeling Daytona might win. Just because of the impact that it had. The, yeah, the controversy, and, and and also when you think about it, right? It was very different because yeah. it only had seven songs. It was the first of those seven song albums that Ye was doing at the time, and like Pusher's a veteran, and it's just like you listen to it, it's just high quality like hip hop music. Yeah, I think I don't know. Every time I look at this, it's like best rap album. I feel like there's like missing albums on here. It is, and like, we already know which one's missing. Kod, Kod, um, another one, Book of Ryan by Royce the Five Nine. Like it's uh oh J Rock. Um, redemption, like it's it's a few missing off there, and that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like they need to break this category up. Like there's a difference between hip hop and rap. Yeah. Like rap, I guess yeah, you could put like Cardi B, Travis, and all of them in there. Mm-hmm. But as far as like when you're talking about like hip hop, you gotta throw in real lyricists. Like and that's no shade to nobody, but you gotta put guys that like really rap that do this. Cause like to come up with these bars. It ain't easy, man. Yeah, like, it's true. easy to come up with some simple stuff, but, like, to really have, like, bars that make me, like, replay, I'd be like, oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Like, that's hard. But, so you go with Pusha T? Yeah, I'm rocking with Pusha. Right. Pusha fa- or, or, Not uh, your favorite album Victory last Lap. year? Oh, Victory Lap, my bad. You huh? didn't put your favorite album last year in there? Astroworld. That was your favorite album last year, though. It, I mean, it was one of them, but it, it wasn't the favorite, but. What do you mean it wasn't the favorite? We go to episode one right it was now, like, you said that was, it was your like, favorite. Three, maybe. This man Zell just contradicted himself. Nah. Ladies and gentlemen, we don't do that often, but three or it was like three or two. How much does it take you seriously? No, nah, but see, there's a difference between favorite and best. Okay. There's a big difference between favorite and best. Yeah, that's and, true. And uh, Daytona was one of the best. I mean, personally, if like KOD would have been in here, I would say KOD. On yeah, there, hands down. I'm, I'm a you know dream villain, you know. So, but since it's not in there, you know, I'm rocking with you know push a T, man, and shout right. out to VA. VA push a T. Um, yeah, I'll probably go with, I'll probably go with Astroworld, to be honest. World? Yeah, okay. probably. Okay. Because, you know. Hot take how? Hot take how. Do you want to do best, uh, pop vocal album or no? Oh, yeah, we could do that. All right. You already know. Sorry, Rock. Uh, we're probably not going to do best rock album. Sorry, folks. Yeah, you know, I'm we sorry. can't give you guys a real um, answer because we don't really listen to rock music. Not to I, say there's anything wrong with rock music. I just. I don't even know what rock is. I know. I used to listen to alternative and rock music on the regular, but I just felt like those. I don't know. Those genres kind of died. And Lady Gaga killed them. That's a hot take. Hot take. Lady Gaga killed them. Lady Gaga killed Rock. Damn. Really? Yeah. Well, me, I'll give you my analysis on that another time. That's, okay. That's an, for another podcast. Uh, if, you guys, if you guys disagree with him, please feel free to hit him up on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. 
to complain about that. <laughs> Link in the description below. <laughs> All right, best pop vocal album. Uh, Camila Cabello, Camila. Kelly Clarkson, Meaning of Life. Ariana Grande, Sweetener. Shawn Mendes, Shawn Mendes. Pink, Beautiful Trauma. And Taylor Swift, Reputation. Mm. Wait, Taylor Swift was in there? I guess. They still nominated Taylor Swift. I guess. I didn't know. My fan base is so popping that even on like a, a year where it's like a like an off cycle for her, she still... I didn't even know she had an album out. Um, yeah. I'll go with Camila Cabello. Okay. I really like the album. That was a good pop album. That know? was a good album. Havana, ooh la la, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Took it back to East Atlanta. Tyler Samantha's. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say either... So I got three choices for here. Camila Cabello, Ariana Grande, or uh, Shawn Mendes. Because those were three of my favorite pop albums of last year. So. Pop vocal though, who you going with? You got oh, three, you can only vocal. pick one. See now, Shawn Mendes killed the In My Blood song. I think his vocals were really good on there. Yeah. But Ariana, I mean, you know, she's like the second coming of Mariah Carey. Mm. Hopefully that doesn't get me crucified out here. Mm. But she's like, I don't know if she's like Mariah Mariah, but she's definitely like a, like a lower, like, you know, right under there, you know? Uh, and Camilla, yeah, she can really sing. So... Honestly, I feel like Camilla and uh, Ariana kind of live in the same space a little bit. Whoa, what? Yeah. You know, her fans definitely not going to disagree with you on that one. Oh, yeah, I know. They're not, but that's just how I feel. That's how you feel? Yeah. Zell's take. Nobody else matters exactly. on that one. All right, next category. Where did that? Um, You want to do... Let's see. <clears throat> R&B performance? All right, you can go R&B performance. Let me find the categories. Let me find the nominees for that, cause you know, got everywhere on this list. Um, R&B performance. Sorry, um, as long as I live, Tony Braxton. That was a good song. Summer by the Carters. Uh, Y O Y Lala Hathaway. Best part with her featuring Daniel Caesar, and first began by P J Morton. So I don't know the Layla Hathaway and the P J Morton one, but I know the other three. And I'm gonna be rocking with best part. Same here. No argument that on that one. That was a great That's song. That's an amazing song. Her yeah. again. Exactly. She's killing it. And one of the best duets of last year or whenever it came out. While we're talking about R and B, you wanna do R and B songs best R and B song, I guess? Uh yeah, we could do that one. Uh ca- nominees are Boot Up by LMA, Come Through and Chill by Miguel and J. Cole, Feels Like Summer, Childish Gambino, Focus Her. And as long as I live, Tony Braxton. Another stat category, but uh, that's a hard one to pick from, to be honest. I think I had I'm a trouble a, with this. Uh, I'm gonna go with either boot up or come through and chill. All right, so either boot up or come through and chill. Yeah. R and B wise, I will go with her focus. Ooh, didn't think you were gonna say that. That's a good song, though. Of course, that's why they nominated, man. Yeah, that's a, that's a good song. Honestly, that's a song. It's funny because that's a song that I think kind of helped her. Take her to another level, cause I remember Rihanna posted on her page. Yeah. Anytime Rihanna shouts you out, you you out of here, honestly. That's true. So, sorry. Who are you going with then? Uh, if I had to pick between Boot Up and Come Through and Chill, I think Boot Up will win. I think Boot Up will win, but I think um, Come Through and Chill should win. Should win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just because you know J Cole's on it, so they gotta give him something. Exactly. <laughs> R&B album, Sex and Cigarettes by Tony Braxton, Good Thing, Leon Bridges, Honestly by Layla Hathaway, Her by Her, 
and Gumbo Unplug live PJ Morton. So you already know, I said last time on the last podcast that uh, good thing my Leon Breezes is one of my favorite honorable mentions of, of last year. So I'm gonna either go with him or her. So I think her is gonna win. Yeah. But I think Leon Breezes should win. Yeah, I think her is gonna win too. Cause... Because see, that's the thing with her, right? This is my only gripe about her situation. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Was with that album that they're nominated her for. Yeah. It's really like a mixture of all her her uh, EPs. That's true. So it's like it's not really a uh, I don't know it's it's not really a like a real album Dang. in my opinion. But hey, they took it. Yeah, they took it. I'm still listening it's to a, it. It's a straight. It's a streaming era. <laughs> People right. got to eat out here. Um, rap performances. So you're going with her? I'm going with her. Yeah. Okay. All right, rap performances. Um, Be Careful by Cardi B. Nice for What, Drake. King's Dead, Kendrick, J-Rock, Future. Um, Bubbling, Anderson Pack, Sigamo, Travis Scott, and Drake. All right. Well, what you got on this one? Oh, this is hard. Rap performance. Um, I'll go with King's Dead. Ooh, okay. I'm going with... I either said King's Dead or Sigamo. I think Sigamo's gonna win. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind if uh, uh, King's Dad would win. I mean, just for the simple fact. You know the rest. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Feature for, you know, just coming on that song and saying yeah, something. Yeah, like that was crazy. Say whatever he wants while everybody else is rapping. Exactly. <laughs> and people people were really going in on him about that part, but then that's like the part everybody chants. So he's a genius for that one. All right, rap slash sung performance. I Like I do, Christina Aguilera featuring Oh, that's actually Goal a good song. That's a good song. Yeah, it is. Shout out to Golden, too. Uh, Pretty Little Fears, Black, featuring J. Cole. This is America, Childish Gambino, All the Stars, Kendrick and SZA, and Rockstar Post Malone, featuring 21 Savage, The Lord. <laughs> uh, who are you going with for this one? Bro, you haven't, Pretty mentioned little Post. Fears. you haven't mentioned Post at all. That's your boy. I know, but you don't I got to be, be realistic here. I like uh-huh. his music, but... Uh-huh. And when it's up against like real like actual rap songs, uh-huh. it's not like he's doing a lot of rapping on there. That's true. And the rap rapping on post on Rockstar is mainly Twenty One Savage. So. Standout verse right there. Uh, I still go with Pretty Little Fears just because of Cole's verse. Yeah, I'm sorry. He killed, <laughs> he killed that joint. Uh, yeah, I'm rocking with Pretty Little Fears too. Yeah. Or I said I think Pretty Little Fears should win, but all the stars might take it. That's true. So, okay, next one. Um, did we already do rap songs? Yeah, we did rap songs. Um, Wait, no. No, we oh, didn't. No, we didn't. No, sorry. All right, rap songs. Some of these categories are the yeah, same. Yeah, some of these are really the same. I got some of the same picks. Uh, rap songs, God Plan by Aubrey Graham, a.k.a. Drake. King's Dead by Kevin, uh, by Kendrick. Lucky You by Jordan Lucas. Eminem, sorry. Jordan, Ooh, yeah, Eminem, Eminem featuring Jordan, Jordan Lucas. Sycamo, Travis Scott, and Drake. And Win by J-Rock. Ooh. So, Ooh, rap song. So what's the difference between this and rap song performance? I guess performance is judging your skill on the song. Okay, I guess rap song is written. It's like everything. Yeah, like it's like... Who how, wrote it, who produced it, and everything. Exactly, like what's the best written one out of these. So, hmm, I might have to change this one. Uh, who, who you got for this one? Um, Probably, I like Win. Yeah, the anthem, you know, that's like the best motivational song of last year. I like that song, you know, and it's a good rap song. Yes. And I feel like you know, if J Rock can get it within you know group of heavy hitters, even though uh, Kendrick is also you know part he helped with this song exactly. too. 
Yeah, I think he, honestly, J Rock had a breakout year last year. Yeah, he had a good year. Yeah, he had a really uh, stand up album, man. I'm telling you, man, those guys on the West Coast, man, they know how to they know how to rap over there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So so you're going with Win? Yeah. Okay. I either said Win, King's Dead, or Sicko Mode. Okay. Any any one of those three, I think they'll take it. Our next one is country song. We got Break Up in the End, uh, Cole's Wendell. Dear Hate by... Just kidding. We're not going to do this. No, I, I was surprised, but we can go ahead since you want it. Uh, no. And your favorite song, Tequila's on here. That's why. Yo, Dan and... What is Dan and Shay? Yeah, Dan and Shay. Yo, either they going to win for Tequila or they going to win for Speechless. Both of them songs are fire. Uh, for me, country song, Break Up in the End. That was my country song of last year, to be honest. I never heard that one. It's okay. Uh, all right, next yeah, one. Yeah, that's actually a uh, plot twist. That's actually uh, Howe's favorite genre, country. All right, do you, do you want to just wrap it up and we we'll go with album of the year? Since we probably have a lot of opinions on that. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. Before we get to there, what about, um, what should we call it? Uh, best pop duo slash group performance. I want to hear what you think about that one. All right, so that one, pop duo group performance, uh, we got nominated. Fall in Line, Christina Aguilera featuring Devi Lovano. Don't Go Breaking My Heart, Backstreet Boys. <laughs> S Wonder, Tony Bennett and Diana Krall. Shallow, Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper. Girls Like You, Maroon 5 featuring Cardi B. Say Something, Justin Timberlake featuring Chris Stapleton. And The Middle with Zed. So who who, who you think was going Ooh, to the pop duo group. Ooh, this one is a hard one. But you know what? I really like that song, Girls Like You. That is a good song. I didn't think that Girls was... Girls Like and You. It's, it's and like a weird combo between Cardi B and Room 5. It is. But uh, I, I, go, I like that I like that song a lot. I want a girl like you. Yeah, yeah. They should have performed at the Super Bowl. Yeah, that song's fire. Um, it's definitely a pop-bop thing, yeah? <laughs> uh, but nah, uh, I think Shallow's probably going to take this one. Okay, Shallow. I'm in the shallow. Yeah, that song was really good, to be honest. Yeah, honestly, I didn't like it at first. But then, like, I played it again. I was like, oh, it's not that bad. It grew on me. But you know what song is the real fire song out that whole movie, even though I never watched the movie? What movie? Uh, oh, sorry, what song? Uh, the, uh, If I Never Love Again. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a sucker for those sad pop <laughs> ballads with pianos and guitars. And all all right, album of the year. Nominated, we got Invasion of Privacy, Cardi B, By the Way, I Forgive You by Brandy Carly, Scorpion by Drake, Her by Her, Beer Bonds and Bentley by Post Malone, Dirty Computer by Janelle Monet, Golden Hour by Casey Musgra- Musgraves, and the Black Panther album by you Kendrick know. Lamar and TD. Exactly. AKA um, the Black Hippie album. <laughs> that we're never going to get. Exactly. <laughs> Moving on though, um, who you got for album of the year? Um, so. Invasion of Privacy. Really? Yeah. Really? I mean, not. Are you I, serious? Honestly, none wait, of those. Wait, wait. Are you being serious? None of those albums in that category are that my great? favorites. That no, I'm not going to say they're not great, but okay. they're just not my favorites of last year. Okay. So I really don't. But you were, I have talking no, about, you were talking about her like you liked her. Like, I, have, you her. I have no stake in whoever wins this. I mean, her, like I said, her, I don't look at her, at, I don't look at that as an album. Okay. It's a comprehensive EP. It's a comp, yeah. Okay. It's like, I feel like they just put that all together for streaming purposes. That's true. Um, Invasion of Privacy, that's yours. Go on Cardi B. Yeah. Wow. I think that would be like a Cinderella story if she won that. That would be crazy. That would be crazy. That would be lit. But unfortunately for her, oh, not her, her. <laughs> yeah. Or Cardi B. I'm going to go with Beer Balls and Bentley by Post Malone. Oh, oh, I forgot. Actually, he might win. I don't know. You think he's going to win? 
I don't know, man. It's you never know with the Grammys. Like That's sometimes true. they're predictable, sometimes they're not predictable. Yeah, whatever gets them gets the people talking. Yeah, like what album do you think to mainstream America was more popping, Invasion of Privacy or Beer Bones of Bentley? I don't even know what mainstream America listens to anymore. Uh, probably. Hey, I don't know. It's hard, bro. None of the probably like probably Drake's album. Wait, Drake's album in there? Yeah. Cool. Oh snap! I never so, realized yeah. that was in there. Oh. Yeah. yeah so I I think I'm gonna go with. I know this is cheating, but Scorpion, Bear Bonds and Billy, and Invasion of Privacy. That's three. You can't go with three. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Like you only get one. You right. only get participation trophies. Women. I'm going with the women, man. So, uh, Invasion of Privacy. I'm rocking with Cardi. Cardi? Yeah. All right. I'm going with Beer Bones and Bentley. Going with my Caribbean sister, Cardi. So, good luck to Post Malone tomorrow. Hope you, you know, once you become a Grammy-nominated, I mean, Grammy-award-winning artist, we can no longer say anything bad Bro, about do you, you think right? they... Uh, no, nah, I feel like Twitter probably might go in on them. Yeah. But, I don't know. I think, I think, I think Post... I mean, I really wouldn't mind if Post gets it, but... I feel like he should have got it for his last album. Yeah, his last album was fire. First album was was better than me, but I mean, I, I ain't hate you know. What if the Black Panther album went? Has a movie like has a movie soundtrack ever won? Like a movie like I don't know. I'll have to do my research on that. I'm not really sure. Oh, maybe maybe Whitney Houston for uh, Bodyguard. The bodyguard, but that's just that one song though. I'm talking about like the whole album. I'm not sure. That's a good question. Um. And the Grammys love Kendrick though. You know why they love Kendrick? Why is that? Ever since that Macklemore incident, yeah, I feel like they've been trying to like pay him back. Yeah, they do. They offer him like to play every year. Yeah, They're, like, it's we... like I think I think it's a bit much. Like Kendrick is a great artist. Yeah, don't get me wrong, but it's like all right, enough is enough. Like yeah. you know, like I think he gets get it. it. Yeah, he he knows you guys love him. He knows y'all sorry for messing messing that one up. But even Kendrick probably was like, all right, I ain't need to nominate me for this many. <laughs> like chill. <laughs> but yeah. no, nah, I mean it was a good soundtrack though. Yeah, I think like Black Panther soundtrack really um, made soundtracks important again. Yeah. Cause I mean, what, what was the last soundtrack that was like popping like that? Besides Black Moana. Panther? Well, like besides like a Disney one, you feel me? Moana. Just kidding. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you to be honest. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. On that note, that was our predictions. So, if you guys are listening to this after the Grammys, um, let us know how we did. Hopefully, we were pretty accurate. Even though our decisions are very, you know, heavily based on our own preferences. Exactly. And we're definitely going to, um, for episode three, we're going to revisit uh, the winners and see, like, how we did. Yeah. So. so, no worries. All right, then. That means it's time for our closing segment. And our closing segment is called Picks of the Week. Picks it's where we uh, let you guys know what we've been listening to, what we've been watching. Just to, you know, general shout outs. Exactly. Um, I guess I'll go first. So one of my uh, picks of the weeks is a podcast I always listen to. It's called Crime Junkies. Mm. Uh, they're a great podcast. They talk about each week. They talk about something different. Either someone that went missing a couple years ago or someone that got murdered. Oh, this is the one you were telling me about. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, okay. it's a good, like, if you want to listen to something. It's not too creepy because the the hosts, they do a really good job. They have, like, nice, sweet voices. So, so it's not like... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, not that too, it's not that. I'm not a fan of, like... You know, killers and stuff, but uh, <laughs> I hope this not. podcast is that podcast is really good. It, it uh, shows you like, uh, it gives you good details about it. And does uh, it take you like inside the mind of a murder? No, it doesn't take you to inside the mind of a murder. Actually, it just 
it just talks about like the facts of the case okay. and they did give a little bit of opinion about it uh-huh. but it's just it's just good to know about like random cases like that just so you can be like vigilant in Aware. your own life you know yeah, like yeah. not to like fall for traps or like go disappearing like know the signs yeah yeah, yeah know the signs but sometimes you can't help it you know the killers are killers so yeah people be are, careful people are good at you know deceiving folks um and then what's another pick of the week i got oh yeah this week i really got into like South Korean music. Okay. Oh, so yeah. So, yeah, super uh-huh. randomly. So, uh, like, I listen to music on the train, but I don't even, like, put on anything. So, I just put on mix. Yeah. Like, a mix or playlist or something like that. And mm-hmm. then this guy, playlist, Sean, huh? I guess his music came up. And I was like, is this English? But it turns out it wasn't English. It was Korean. <laughs> so, I was listening to him. S-H-A-U-N. So, shout out to him. Okay. I discovered his music this week. And I've been listening to other a uh, bunch of other... Korean like singers and artists and I'm not even listening I was like I'm not even talking about K-pop like uh-huh. I'm not a huge fan I'm not a fan of K-pop at all but <laughs> it's more like you know slow like kind yeah, of rhythm chill. yeah it's more uh-huh. chill music and sometimes you know you only you don't have to know what they're saying you know it's just mm. the vibe the vibe the yeah you know so those are my picks of the week what about um what about that one song you sent me from that one dude oh man I forgot what I said yeah, you gotta give him a shot that song's fire oh yeah uh let me find that well why well, I look for that though how about you guys how about you give me your picks of the week? All right. I have quite a few here, guys, because uh, it's not really my picks of the week. It's really my picks of uh, last month and this week. <laughs> so uh, starting at number one, Undecided by Chris Brown. That's a that's a, that's an R&B bop right there. Yeah. That's my joint. Um, uh, next, uh, Night Night Like This Yeah, by Kehlani. Great song. Love that song. Um, Don't Trip by uh, Zakari. Another great uh, which was, who who was um on uh, love with Kendrick, and uh, yeah, this is his first solo song right here. It's in a super dope vibe. Uh, this song just came out this week. Talk by Khalid. Oh yeah, that Ooh. came out two days ago too. That's a pop bop thing, yeah. Yeah, Khalid. that song is fire. Every time Khalid makes music, though, you know we're there. Yeah, that man really can't. Damn, miss. he didn't get nominated for anything this year. Oh, that's it. Oh, he did it. That is crazy. Wow, he definitely deserves it. This year right here about to be his year for real. I feel like he he started off the year with this joint. Yeah, man, this song is super flago. But um, anyway, uh, next I have a uh, assumed form by James Blake, uh, which you know James Blake is like a uh, national treasure in the hip hop community. Is he? Yeah, like he he's on all the like you know a lot of like you know hip hop albums like from Jay Z to. To uh, the the Black Panther soundtrack, he, he's on a he's on a lot, and uh, people really respect him and what he does. So definitely go check out that album. It's it's a dope vibe. Uh, he makes electronic music, but it, it definitely has a lot of mixture of like pop and like R and B and hip hop influence in there. Um, uh, next, we have Everything's for Sale by Boogie. He's the new signee of uh, Shady Aftermath. Uh, Eminem's label. He's actually been signed there for like maybe about two years now, but he's from the West Coast. He's from Compton. You know, Compton stayed with a good rapper. No. So, um... Don't do it for the hood, do it for Compton. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, check out Boogie, man. I really was impressed. I'm Sometimes, like, when I listen to an album for the first time, yeah. I'm not really sure what to think. Yeah, this, I, I like the album, too. I like oh, it. Oh, you listen yeah. to it? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he said it to me. I listened to it. This album, like, all first listen, I was very impressed. So, um, yeah, definitely check out Boogie. Uh, and then, of course, this is a no-brainer, Middle Child by J. Cole, which, uh, it's not J. Cole's, like, best song. It's a great song. But it's a dope song. It's a dope vibe. Um, and it kind of reminds me, I guess, of, like, his earlier days when he was just making, like, a lot of just, 
like kind of like you know joint like singles for the radio and stuff. Not in my head, yes. Exactly. So like. I feel like this is a great warm-up track for him. I feel like he got way more fire on the way. Yeah, please let the album come out soon. Exactly. So, definitely Middle Child, you know. Check that out. And he's saying some important stuff on there, too. Yeah. You know. And his flow is impeccable, as usual. Uh, next, we have some other Dreamville affiliates. Earth Gang featuring uh, Young Thug, Proud of You. Uh, I'm really excited for Earth Gang's new album. And this is about to be a super hot take. And I don't really care how people feel out there about it. This is how I feel. Earth Gang is a new outcast. Wow. And you'll see when that album drops. Please, please repeat that again. For... Earth Gang is the new outcast. Okay. And then for anybody that don't know them, do you want to, you know, let them spill it out so you can let them Spotify or Google? Oh, yeah. So Earth Gang is basically how you spell Earth and Gang. Okay. <laughs> so, let's put it together. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Check them out. Um. There and also like they were before they signed the Dreamville, Earth Gang and uh JID were a part of the same crew called Spill Spill Spillageville or something like that. So and you know they both from Atlanta, so All right. definitely check them out. Um after that I have a few friends of mine that have uh put out some songs. Uh my boy Victor Shot, he's uh featured on Getting My Bag by Two Till. That song is fire, check that out. Uh Cut in Your Feelings by K Jim, which is our friend uh KJ, check it, check out his song. It's his first single, uh, and uh, shameless plug. Please, everybody, if you enjoy this podcast, I think you'll enjoy my solo podcast, Things to Keep in Mind, which is on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other podcast uh, platforms on there. It's basically just a motivational, inspirational podcast um, where we talk about different positive affirmations you can apply to your life each and every week. And I just wrapped up. Um, my first season on there so yeah guys go check it out link in the description below exactly all right and then that's our picks of the week yeah oh did you find out old guy's name oh yeah so uh the other guy i was talking about is eric nam yeah n-a-m but yeah he has some great music too um you know a little slower pace pop pop bop certified right there. pop bop certified yeah and then oh yeah another thing um another show i actually watched this week was uh it's an old show but uh came out i think 2017 it's called Manhunt about the Unabomber. So it's a great story oh, about, yeah, yeah. I mean, about catching that. the Unabomber. And they use uh, linguistic forensics to catch him. Basically, like his language uh, published and uh, many, uh, in his many manifacto. Many, many oh, can't even talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me, oh, man, I'm not even going to try to say the word anymore. <laughs> I can't even say it. Man, manifesto? Manifesto, my oh, bad. Man. His manifesto about uh, what he believes in society. So it's a great show. You guys should watch it. And it's on Netflix. And yeah, that's about it. And I think that's going to wrap up episode two. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Any last words, though? Uh, Go be great. Live your life. And uh, also, happy February. Happy Black History Month. And oh, yeah, for sure. If you're hearing this next week, I guess, uh, happy Valentine's Day. And happy belated Chinese New Year. Yes, sir. All right, and we're out. <laughs>